2: Woo. What's up everybody? You have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy. Far, far away. Uh, happy early Thanksgiving because it's like about to drop in like three days and then we got Andor coming out on Wednesday. We got a ton of stuff going on. It's crazy. It's been a busy week, um, which always seems to happen right around holidays, right? Like, it, like everybody gets just busy. So uh, my name is Justin. I'm one of the hosts of the show here. Joining me today as always are my co-hosts. This is Josh,
1: and in true American fashion, uh, in game one, their first game of the World Cup, the totally not corrupt 2022 Ugh. World Cup, uh, the United States uh, is starting the disappointment off early with a tie. Yeah.
2: Yep. And good uh, luck getting through England. What a stupid sport, ending in ties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh,
2: yeah, they... Um, it was, it was England won six to two, I think, in their their game today, and we got to play them next. Is that right? That's brutal. Uh,
1: yeah, they're. I mean, they're in our group. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they're on Friday.
2: Oh man, that is brutal. Rough start. Rough start.
0: Oh, uh, this is Kyle, and I forgot we were done talking about <laughs> soccer, and it was my turn. <laughs> Sorry, I'll cut that. To you can lay tell out Kyle was- or something.
2: He was really into the soccer portion <laughs> yeah. of the
0: show. He was like, in Ooh. general, competitive sports are not really my thing anyway, but soccer, not
2: even a little. So sorry. I was hundred percent checked what? out full disclosure. No, you're, you're good. I, I don't think you're missing much with this world cup in, in Qatar. Cause it has been a mess, um, for a number of reasons, a myriad of reasons. Um, was the thing today? They can't I saw wear armbands. So they're not serving beer. Um, well, they're to. I think they said they're not serving beer to like the general populace. If you're in like a box or something, well, of you can the still rich get people can have different beer. Things. The rich That's people the get way the beer. World works right. And then they said something about the armbands. The 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 no discrimination armbands. FIFA said you can't wear them, or we're gonna the players get yellow cards captains will get yellow cards right. not a fine to the team for wearing it or anything like that it's a, it's straight up yellow card so it affects the play and all of the teams of course said uh well we're not going to wear the armbands then because winning is more important than no discrimination so just food for thought people as you're tuning into the world cup everybody's already plugging thought.
1: their nose with this world cup anyway so i mean it's
2: yeah Yeah, I think the ones that are really tuning in are like the diehard soccer's that love the sport and and just want to see their country win. But outside of that, I don't think general populace is tuned in.
1: Cal, did you know that that's the official name of a soccer fan? Is the soccer's the soccer's? Uh, I I assumed
0: so. Uh,
2: If not, soccer (laughs)
0: hooligans, I thought was also an acceptable term. Hooligans (laughs) is
2: yes. We do have a little bit of news to outside of soccer (laughs) to kick off the show here. Um, Again, it's been a rough week, um, especially if you're a '90s kid. The last two weeks, last three weeks, so has it been rough for you, Justin? Then off. Well, I mean, I I did watch all these shows in the '90s. I I was actually old enough to like tune into these, like Justin. Hey, (laughs) hey, now, (laughs) Uh, Jason David Frank. For those that don't know, uh, did pass away uh, over the weekend.
0: Weekly part of the show where. Justin drags the whole vibe down
2: with somebody dying. Sorry. I got good news after this, but uh, yeah, it, I, guess, I felt it important because for those of us uh, that did watch Power Rangers, uh, you know, it was a big, big component of that early on in the show as the Green Ranger and then later the White Ranger. So, um, big loss there. Um, I'll shift gears and go to the positive news, Kyle. The positive news, <laughs> huge news out of Disney last night. Yep. You didn't even say his
1: name, dude. We got to do that over. (laughs) Who? What? Oh. You didn't say... I thought I did. Didn't I say Jason David Frank? No.
2: No, I didn't? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I did. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I said it. My apologies. Yes, Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, passed away over the weekend. That's my fault. Um, I was was also
1: just going to say that everything I've seen from people that know him from the con scene is that he was a very positive presence and i think he actually holds a record for most con appearances in a year um holy cow uh, that's probably c- a very high number that, but but i wouldn't doubt it cuz i see him advertised all the time i actually met him at c2e2 a few years ago he was it was very brief obviously but uh and his the guy took a really blurry photo with my camera but uh with my phone <laughs> but um but he was very nice in the you know 90 seconds i interacted with him <laughs>
2: That's, That's what I got 100%. out of most people that were commenting was he was super nice. Yeah. Um, kind guy. So, uh, 49 years old, I believe. So, yep. uh, a young, young 49. So, tragic loss there. Um. My apologies for not saying his name. I thought I had said it. That's, that's my bad. Maybe we'll go um, back and
1: you did, but I didn't hear it. And I was like, oh, no, no we can't okay. just be like that's the okay. Green Ranger died. Guess that's why. No, 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 yes, no, no. Yes, no, I apologize. <laughs> and, uh, one of yeah, yeah about no, no,
2: that's like my, totally jerk. my fault. <laughs> 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 um, but It's probably me. <laughs> uh, I Huge news out of Disney Fingers last crossed. night, though. Um, Bob Chapek is out as CEO. Um, as shot's fired. He called this the good uh well <laughs> let's let's be honest bob Iger was responsible <laughs> for some of the largest advances in disney in the last 10 to 15 years i'm
0: not saying i disagree um, with
2: you so and and bob bob came into bob chapek yeah, came into a storm of there. stuff uh when he first got there but you can't disney is a, a very different property than just a normal business a normal nine to five business you really got to know your customers you really got to know who your target market is and i you think have he your finger on the pulse missed, baby he completely missed the target his arrow went past the target and hit somebody else behind it so um he is out uh, bob Iger is ineffective immediately and from what i gather he's already started to reappoint people and other people are getting terminated as well pretty quickly for a
1: for a lay person like myself, can you can you just give me an example of like a um, maybe a, a misstep that uh, Bobby
0: C uh, took? The deuce, says they're calling him Bobby Two.
2: How many do you want? There was multiple ones. The most recent one, at least uh, as far as I know, was he. What did he say? Something about. Adults don't like animation or something. That was the most recent one. Yeah, I think he's kind of poo
0: pooed his adult audience a few times, as in, like the adults that like to visit the parks, the adults that like to watch animation Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, which rubs certain group of people, you know, specifically the people with disposable income that are interested in his product, which is you know a weird stance to take, but
2: Mm -hmm. Um, that's one of them. And I think Uh, there's
0: been some uh, poor. business decisions too that maybe uh the lobbying weren't super the lobbying sound, issues in florida he's uh, contributing to questionable campaigns or initiatives and things mm-hmm. like that or at least divisive if not questionable you know questionable is a matter of opinion i guess but
2: correct uh the whole uh scarlett johansson thing was a a big Big ball drop on their part, and he's directly responsible for that. So okay, um, I
1: I believe you a hundred percent. I just I wasn't. Oh, I don't know. I was in my oh, head. Okay. I didn't know when the like, stop when burying the, your head
0: in the sand, Josh.
1: <laughs> I didn't know when the um who bought Fox Disney. No, I mean, but who, which Bob? That was that was Bobby one, I believe.
2: Yeah, that was okay. previous Bob. Because, you know, um, cause I'm all whole, about
1: getting these X-Men in the MCU,
2: so <laughs> preach. That whole Fox, they had Fox, ABC, ESPN, that whole thing took place when Iger was there. The whole purchase of Marvel. Welcome back, purchase, Bobby. Purchase of Star Wars, uh, initiative yeah, for Galaxy's Edge. all those IPs, right? All of that. Yeah. 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 All of that was under Iger. So um, he did a lot in, in you know, a relative, I don't want to say a short period of time. It was, you know... Over a decade, but I mean, it was a lot of accomplishments for Disney, and their stock was super high, and it has never been lower—at least within the prior to this week—and uh, with up, Bobby C, and it already they went it already up had, over a hundred dollars today. So it is uh, starting to head back in the right direction. So bye, bye, bye. Yeah, um, Just you know, kidding. it'll be interesting the to see what they do, but but big, big news out of Disney. Uh, yesterday or over the weekend here, so we do have a little bit of news on some merchandising fronts. Um, there was a, I don't know, did you guys catch this rollout Justin, last you week? Keep
0: steamrolling, Josh. He's got something to say.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. Go ahead.
1: Uh, Justin, I was looking there, at my notes. Kyle, I thought you were just doing a Chris Kirkpatrick impression. When? When you said bye, bye, bye.
0: Oh, <laughs> yes, exactly. I was.
1: Do you notice how I didn't? I didn't make you, Justin. I made you like. The one that Eminem was going to beat up. Well,
0: clearly I wasn't gonna be the lead man in this scenario, which I mean <laughs> sad but true, I guess.
2: You know it's sad but I could true. never pull oh, off whoops. I could never That's pull a off song. a solo
0: career. Just happy to be part <laughs> of the team. <laughs> um
2: We did get uh I don't know if you guys caught this last week, the the Target and Amazon releases for um, the Boba Fett Kenner color at Target and the carbonized uh, Return of the Jedi Royal Guard and Tie Pilot two pack. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, were, they were supposed to release at like one o'clock on Thursday or Friday of last week. And then none of them showed up on either site <laughs> for a good couple of hours. So everybody's like, wait a minute, what is happening right now? We meant one um, Pacific. Yeah. It- <laughs> Uh, the, the Amazon one said unavailable and then the target one said the pre sale had sold out and it Mm. was that way for, you know, probably an hour or two, I think. And then all of a sudden they pop back up and everybody's like, go, go, it's up available. But again, this is still better than whatever Walmart would have done. Yeah. I don't, I just don't understand what the disconnect is between Hasbro and these vendors and why we can't. Get things loaded up on sites at the uh, right time.
0: There is no recourse. Mm, uh, yeah, they can do point. literally anything they want, and they're going to sell out all the figures. So, why? Good point. Same reason Ticketmaster sucks. Yeah. <laughs> God. I mean, really? That's what? What else? cuz What else yeah. are you going to do? Not have it? Yeah. Which I mean, you can, but not enough people are going to do that out. for it to matter to Target or Amazon. shell
2: out 5k to go see springsteen get out of here god ridiculous
0: 700 to see uh t swift here in cincinnati in the upper deck of the football stadium
2: (laughs) yeah it was like little marbles just rolling around dynamic pricing
1: dynamic pricing should be illegal big time i and i honestly like in in europe uh i don't know about for everything but like it's very hard to get, uh, like, English soccer tickets because you have to buy – you can't – there's, like, no secondary market. I think scalping is, like, all the way illegal there. And, like, I think here it should just be illegal if it's over face value. Like, so that way people have recourse
0: if they can't do something. Yeah, you can't don't do have to eat the but, cost and the maximum opportunity for people to go, right? But nobody yeah. – abusing the system. Yeah, It's just right. a shame. It's so simple.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that it's, have a simple um, solution. Well, because I love to go to like
0: live it. music and, and and a lot of, um, you know, this doesn't apply to Taylor Swift. She's like the hottest thing going right now anyway. But there's a lot of bands that were super popular in the 90s that are touring again or still or whatever that would be really fun, to, or early 2000s even, Blink-22, that would be really fun to see. But the it's like... I mean, I know I'm a cheapskate and I complain about money every time we talk about buying stuff, but like three to seven to eight to a thousand dollars for, um, for a concert ticket. It's insane.
2: That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. Unbelievable. An- anyway, down, down uh, well Speaking master. of <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> speaking of expensive items, uh Columbia Oh jeez, here we go. Now just... in straight into the
0: five hundred dollar jacket.
2: We go. Perfect. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the forty dollar cats. <laughs> yeah. Um so we I know we mentioned this last week that Columbia was dropping a Clone Wars collection of winter apparel on December second. And we got some early information on it, and some images of these co- these coats. And don't get me wrong, the coats look great. That Ahsoka coat looks no,
0: they're all phenomenal.
2: Awesome. It looks exactly like what she was wearing on um, the uh, with the Pantorans, right on the planet with the Pantorans when they were up on the the moon yeah, in it the was cold the moon
0: or whatever. Um,
2: but yes, yeah, so the coat looks great, and I'm sure the heat technology in it is amazing. It's a fantastic but coat, I'm sure. it was. 450 for her coat and it was 500 for the white or the blue what's like an obi-wan and a anakin i think they were just like jacket jedi logos the hoodies are 140 dollars for a hoodie a hooded sweatshirt and then kyle's right the trucker hat was 40 dollars and i'm like it's a trucker hat
1: (laughs) can we just stop making the trucker hat Who's (laughs)
2: Who's <laughs> not wearing a fan. these things? <laughs>
0: if it was fifteen bucks, I would have got it. But like, yeah. my goodness, a forty-dollar hat that doesn't even yeah, say my name crazy. on it—that's <sighs> uh, that's, that's the uh... that's the
1: least like insane one because like a a new era brand like MLB hat is like thirty-five bucks. So I mean, like forty, oh, like sorry. that's forty a forty-dollar licensed hat is not. S- insane, but the the hoodie price and the coat price, I was thinking like, okay, so Justin, our, you're our mm-hmm. resident member of the 501st. You're getting a basic set, a complete basic set of Stormtrooper armor. How much is that going to cost you? Ballpark. Uh, any, anywhere from structure.
2: 700 to 1100 I would say. Like, if you're talking just basic Stormtrooper, no... Pauldron, no rifle, no, no weapon, ba- no anything. Basic. Yep, just basic armor. You're looking anywhere from seven hundred to probably eleven hundred dollars. And
0: that's if you Depends buy on, a like pretty much ready to wear kit, right?
2: Yeah, if you buy a do-it-yourself kit, you're looking at anywhere from like five to seven hundred dollars. If it's yeah. like just the vacuum form stuff, you're trimming it, you're putting it together. If you're buying a kit that is mostly put together, it's been trimmed. Maybe painted, depending on what it is, you're on pl- probably close to a grand.
1: And in, in, in Mando armor is less because there's more soft goods and less uh, plastic parts or whatever, right? And so I think there's I'm, a little just, more room
0: I'm, for uh, yeah, interpretation just, there, it's, yeah. too. It's just
1: wild to me that you're going to pay this much for a, a coat with one Star Wars symbol on it. Like you're gonna you could like you spend a little you spend that much or a little bit more and you could have like a movie uh a movie like quality costume. Like why? Yep.
0: Well and just for comparison, I pulled up the Columbia website and they're like any other Columbia hoodie, just a Columbia brand, is there's some on sale for thirty five bucks, and then standard they're mostly fifty or fifty five. So that Star Wars one, which again, it's fine, but it's just a basic Jedi logo. I'm pretty sure they're they're yeah, tripling the price of the yeah. of the col- regular Columbia hoodie to put that logo on it. Give me a break. And
2: well, it, it does say heavy duty, but it's not. Oh, come on. I, I mean, I'm sure it's just like a thicker material, right? What is this? Like, this is a. Uh, uh, emergency life-saving hoodie. And
0: if you're in a survival <laughs> right, situation, yeah. uh, give me a break. Hundred forty-dollar hoodie.
1: At least the Ahsoka one like matches something the character wore. It has that. It has that print that looks like her leku. It's a little something special, inside. at least, yeah. But man, I. Well, we've given Columbia rather,
2: business at this point. <laughs> to Josh's point, yeah. Yeah. To Josh's point, I'd rather spend the money on the armor or the costume and be a part of the 501st or Rebel Legion or something and actually like look like I belong in the in the Star Wars universe, you know what I mean? To, for, at least for me, that's more fun for me. Like if you just like wearing the apparel and that's your jam and it's a high fashion thing then fine, but it is not my bag.
0: I just I wonder where like is it really that expensive to license the IP? Or are people like, we know these fans will buy anything so we can do a four hundred percent markup, or is it a little bit of both?
1: I don't think it's expensive to use the IP, especially when you're a big brand like that. Exhibit A, I have this cheap like five dollar Ahsoka mug
0: from Walmart in my hand. That's true. Mm-hmm. There is plenty of very inexpensive um merch yeah. out there too.
2: Yeah. Well, we have now. This has now become the complain about expensive stuff hour. <laughs> I do a lot on here. <laughs> and, uh, hope you guys have enjoyed. That's a wrap. <laughs> uh, no, we do have. We do have a lot to dive into here. Uh, we're on to Andor, the penultimate episode eleven, daughter of Ferrex. This is the uh, the theme music for this week's episode. I like that little beat in the beginning to build. They've done a great job of just changing this every week, mixing they, it up I with think the music.
0: It's, I don't think that's like changed. I think, I think they're, they're adding layering something. it, right? Yeah. Aren't
2: they just adding
0: a instrumentation or adding... I saw somewhere online. Yeah. I didn't do.
1: I didn't go and listen to see if that's what it was, but... I, I I, some I, I don't. some, some of them are that. different, I don't though, pay close enough like,
0: attention to it, but I, I feel like the, like the melody is the same every time and they're adding different instrumentation. I could be wrong. There
2: have been a few that are different tempos, though. Like it's faster. There was one I think early on. It was like a more of a drum beat based, boom, boom, boom like tense, like build up one. So they do use. I'd different like to listen to them played on
0: top of each other because I'm not convinced that it didn't just have a drum beat, and it made it sound different.
2: Maybe. I'm pretty sure it's different, though. At least I think I'm pretty sure. It's Justin's committed I'm, to this I'm one. Ninety. I'm ninety-seven percent sure it's different each week. I know it's um, not. I, if I, H- not, I still had my other ones loaded it's in the board, not different. <laughs> if I still had the other ones loaded in the board, I'd play it. But uh, I pull them out just uh, to save a little space. How convenient! Here, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do a mix for you. I'll do a mix for you uh, next week, Kyle. I'll, I'll do a mix for you after for the for the season finale. I'll just play all Listeners, of the. Andor's when that mix games. doesn't
0: exist, it's because Justin realizes that <laughs> they're all the same,
2: just with different instruments added not into it. The same um well let's dive in here we got episode 11 daughter of ferricks director was benjamin karen writer was tony gilroy we didn't really have a ton of new characters this week we did have a few um we got to meet dewey and freedy um dewey is played uh dewey and freedy pomelar if i'm pronouncing that correctly but uh dewey is played by matthew lyons voiced by mike quinn freedy is played by liam cook and voiced by damian farrell those are uh, the aliens with the sticky hand nets, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, with like the, uh, yeah, those were slimy and <laughs> very oh, like interesting. Organic
0: nets um, or something. that were gross looking.
2: Corv is Neuf Ouzelman. I apologize if I butcher that last name. And then uh, Captain Elk, which was Roger Barkley. So we did get a few new characters in this week's episode. And... It was, it was nice to see uh, an alien species have as many lines and be kind of a, a small center point in this episode because it seems like we haven't had any in this show it's at a all.
0: Lot, and most of the ones that do exist are just like in the background when you're
2: walking by. Correct. So it was nice to have um, some that actually had lines. I kind of um, like when and, uh, maybe this makes me
0: sound uh, speciesist, but I kind of like when the aliens speak in like a kind of like a funny broken form of basic.
2: You know, mm-hmm. I do have I do have the dialogue between Freedy and Dewey and um, Cassian and Melshi because they were trying to steal their ship, the Quad Jumper mm-hmm. that we have seen before in The Force Awakens that they didn't want to take because. Where they would try to take, but then it got blown up. So they had to settle for the hunk of junk that is so the Millennium Falcon. So do think was the
0: exact same ship or the same model of ship?
2: I think it was just the same model of ship. I don't think it was the same right. ship. That I'm would sh- be pretty. Stands, pretty stands to reason there are more percentage. than one yeah, yeah. in the galaxy. But uh, Kyle's right. Listen to uh, listen to this dialogue between Freedy Dewey and our two escapees.
0: Moisy Moisy. <laughs> Prison Prison hair. Yeah. Escapers, 2-Z-2, a thousand each, the upper B, one for each of us, greedy. Not a fishing on land these times, here.
2: Killed our water,
0: then, here. ya? What? Talkin' about what the we Empire, know?
1: Yeah, We find these <laughs> guys are in
0: the anti-Empire, too. You, no like harm. We kill nothing,
2: nothing! Prison gunnets, pull our water, all our water. Hey, Freedy? No biggie dinner tonight, like past times, oh, Freedy?
0: Yeah, water spoil here and far, all your in prison. That's the Empire! We were trapped! We were trapped there. It's their prison!
2: Oh, always the Empire, here. Yeah. What? What is he saying?
1: What is he saying?
2: He you see a or dead, the upper goes. <sighs> no, 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 let's
0: talk, let's talk! Hang
2: on! Kill anyone they would. Kill the
0: water, kill the
2: squigglies.
0: Squigglies. They're not a snot who they kill, here.
2: Stop <sighs> the Empire. They not be killing ye, nay it today. <sighs> Why is jumping them go.
0: quickly though? <sighs>
2: Where are you looking to run now, eh? (laughs) Uh. Nyamos. Nyamos? Oh, Nyamos. You can hear was it Freddy in the back? He's the one that can't speak the basic. And you kinda hear him in the background go Ryamos in the background. And while we're while
0: we're talking about these guys heading to Niamos. Um, We later see Cassian breaking in and getting what I think we are supposed to believe is his leftover loot from Aldani, right? Mm Mm-hmm. How, uh, I mean, we all saw that hiding spot, right? It's basically just on a top shelf.
2: The top of the shower. (laughs) How
0: did that just sit there in this, what I thought was a hotel, could also be a rental apartment, no idea. Doesn't either way doesn't matter. How did that just sit there for months? Not get moved, not get opened, and he just snuck in while those two dudes were sleeping and and took it, took his fortunes with him. Like you could see it from just standing on the ground. I'm pretty sure. Like it, it wasn't <laughs> even. It wasn't a little hidden. I don't know. That was a little um, crazy to me. Poor poor housekeeping staff i don't know i mean yeah, I, i'm thinking like the people who've been staying there not a single person was like hey i wonder what's in I that know. box right there oh look it's <laughs> tens of thousands of credits and a whatever some kind of blaster
2: so note to self you go into an airbnb check the top shelves and look for those stashes people because you never know what you might find i guess um yeah and somebody else was in there Somebody else was sleeping in the bed. I don't. I couldn't see. he's been gone uh, for a while
0: now. You know. I remember yeah. That, somebody else That was time jump. It was like six. Wasn't it? Sixty shifts later. Thirty shifts
2: later. You know. So he was gone uh, months. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he was gone, and and somebody else was standing there. He snuck in somehow without them hearing too, which was pretty impressive. So crafty. Um. But yeah, I like uh, I like Freedy and Dewey. And you can hear them talking about the empire. They, what they call them, squigglies. Yeah. Fish. Um, prisoners you know, kill. Maybe
0: they're catching something weird in there and eating it. But yeah, some it, that kind could of be a, too. aquatic, life. some kind of yeah. aquatic
2: <laughs> creature. Um, but the squigglies are gone. The water's bad. They're not happy. Um, you know, and they're not about, you know, they don't mind helping the prisoners out because they say, screw the empire and they don't care. So, um, but the one, uh, Freedy is the one, he's the one he like has no hands. It's like just, he has like a, a knife on one of them. And like, I couldn't see what the other one was, but they were like giant stumps with weapons on them. And I'm like, this dude is not somebody you want to like
0: or something. He got it amputated. Yeah.
2: You don't want to, don't want to mess with that guy. He might, uh, he might wreck you. So, and then Freedy or free Dewey had the eye like in the middle, like he had some weird kind of, um, yeah, they were definitely Cybernetic some weird eye. dudes. Yeah, very cool, though. Um, you know, so we get... Uh, what would you guys think of um, the ISB here when we get... Uh, we we get a, we don't get much of the ISB. We don't get much so of Dedra, but we do get kind of what their plan is. They find out that Marva has passed. Um, She's trying you to know, use her
0: funeral as bait, pretty much. She's hoping we'll yeah. let them have a little funeral. Um, maybe Cassian will come. Maybe some people will... Get to get too comfortable. We'll get some information. You know, she's hoping that this will be an opportunity for them. Even though apparently the the local person, because Dedra like is presumably bouncing all around the galaxy, going back to uh, whatever Coruscant and and popping in wherever else she has to check. But whoever's on the mm-hmm. ground there uh, has been denying pretty much everything. Right, so I'm sure there's already some pretty serious like malcontent going on there in town because they haven't been able to do their regular whatever community gatherings no right.
1: no nuance with that that mm. local guy he doesn't yeah. really
0: give a he, shit yeah he's only got one tool <laughs> in in the in the kit there it seems like right
2: hammer right yeah he's um it, the one was funny because but what, she... we're going to breeze
0: over this. We we got to admit, no, go ahead. we were very wrong about Martha. All the, the the lot of us. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did not see um, that coming. We thought she was going to go I out in a, in a blaze of glory. Maybe she was rope-a-doping them fools a little bit, but no. Unless she's pulling one of the most elaborate and uh, well-executed fake deaths, she's not going to do yeah. that no um, I we'll haven't seen a body that. For I mean we're following Star Wars <laughs> rules true but if she tricked the droid I mean that's gotta be tough to do right? yeah
2: yeah B2 was pretty Emo pretty broken hearted about, about this um, it was interesting to see a droid be that uh, shaken by that as well and I, I know B2 had been with Marva for a long time but um it really does kind of give you a sense that some of these droids have some form of emotion or can calculate some kind of emotion for things outside of just doing whatever their programming is. Um, you know, we we see it with R two, we see it with three PO, um, you know, we see it with um our, our um K two here. K two. Yep. Um we see it with a lot of these droids. So it's it's more than just they're programming and doing a job. They do actually have something built in where they can feel some things. The and, Terminator,
1: um, RoboCop, you know. The
2: list goes on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, so that was kind of interesting to see because B2 was was Wally, not happy about Wally. it. And he did B2 not want to be left alone man. either. Yeah.
0: It was sad, yeah. man. It was pulling at the heartstrings the whole episode. The boring. hmm Okay, I'm done. Um, but
2: the on. setup, yeah, the setup by I, the borg. <laughs> um, the uh, the setup is basically get try to get Cassian back, and you know have a small thing open the road. because um, they, they weren't going to let him do anything mm-hmm. at first, and then Dedra's like, no, no, she's going to have a funeral, but you need to do this the right way. Well, Dedra is so we a the with the strategy than some of these uh, low level grunts. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we do see, uh, at some point in this episode, we get... I don't know. He's just a plant, right? An ISB plant in the coffee shop. This dude's just hanging out there all day. And Cinta's hanging out there all day, like, working now. And what did he ask her? Something about... so What is it? Somebody die? She's like, happens all the time. Well, and that's what... <laughs> it's um, like, did you know her? I can't... And he's trying to get info. I get it, but... I can't
0: ever remember uh, Luthan's, like assistant maybe lover maybe who knows whatever the other woman that works in the the shop the antiquities shop there uh, oh clea yeah yeah but that's uh that's what she one i loved their speaking in code over the um whatever the comms there but Mm -hmm. that's what she was saying because Luthen wanted to go there to also try and meet up with cassian because he's that loose end that, that he's really afraid of, you know, and he thinks that they have to make sure they get to him before the other buyer, the other buyer being the empire, because if the empire gets to Cassian, he's the one who knows Luthen and could kind of expose this whole thing that they've still got a pretty Mm -hmm. tight grip on. Uh, But she says to him that there's already too many buyers in play because of how many people she knows are already on the ground there, including the ISB and she knows they have two different operatives of theirs that are on the ground that don't even know about each other, you know, but mm-hmm. both do know about Luthan. So, again, that would get messy if he showed up there, you know. I just thought the way she said all that without saying anything other than, like, yeah, we need to buy this whatever artifact, uh, I thought that was really cool. I liked it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then how about um, Luthan big- secretly having, like, one of the dopest spaceships in of all spaceships.
2: <laughs> the thing is yeah, unassuming um, looking, but it is slick, baby. Was the uh, the whole craft yeah. is uh, a pretty neat. It kind of looks like the Tie Reaper that was in the beginning of this episode, which we've seen in Rogue One. It looks kind of like a variant, but it's like a blend between the Tie Reaper and the Millennium Falcon and other. I don't know. It's like a Hodgepodge of ships, yeah, but it like is a super spaceship cool. Spaceship
0: version of like a like some kind of box truck or something, but then it's got <laughs> like all these countermeasures and aftermarket uh like uh propulsion systems and then something that I don't remember really seeing in Star Wars is like his laser things where he did the spinny move and just blasted the two TIE fighters. Uh
2: very sick. I was into the whole thing. Um, and, and I know. So you know, the in that scene, we get the Cantwell class, Cantwell class arrestor cruiser. Right? They they did a really cool thing where they the Empire does used, a lot of dumb stuff, but that's a dumb looking <laughs> ship right there. <laughs> it's not very practical. Yeah, it looks, like, it looks <laughs> like they're trying to
0: get like uh, the the west coast college football games back in the 90s or something <laughs> say, they, three
1: they, enormous
2: they, satellite dishes
1: <laughs> so many channels on that Star yeah.
2: um yeah it but it was a, it was an originally designed by Colin Cantwell who it was for a new hope back in 1977 so and you only see it briefly again in solo as part of a recruitment video so you did see like a little bit of one this is the first time we actually had some serious screen time for the Cantwell-class um, arrestor cruiser. And that's basically all it is, is a giant ship with tractor beams to pull ships in for search mm-hmm. and seizure. And um, Gotta you love know, the man, seems... too.
0: Like, oh, actually, his code checks out. Should we just cancel it and let him go? Nope, board him anyway. Let's inspect the ship. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: Oh, it'll give us practice. Wait a minute, what? Like, just a little, you know. Just just classic a... stop and frisk. Yeah, these, yep. these guys. Um, but it, it, it's a cool design. It's not practical, but it is a cool design. And you're right. I bet it could get all of the West Coast yeah. games. Cool as relative. Um, I think it looks yeah. like a hot turret <laughs> floating through the sky. There. Um, did you guys take the countermeasures that he deployed to be just projectiles, non explosive? Yeah. Just some kind of like. I think he just used a tractor um, beam against them. Yeah. 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 They looked like a. That's uh, that was, why it that was cool. It's
1: kind of un- mm-hmm. unexpected.
2: Yep. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. And that, uh, do you think, let me ask this question. Do you think the Paul Kraft dispensed of those ships too easily? Like, do we think like there was, should have been like at least something no, did, I think he caught like, them all I mean, by most such, Star Wars battles, they don't get out that easy. I think he caught them all by such surprise that
0: like by the time they had any idea what was going on, he was jumping to hyperspace. It was very believable to Good me. And, but did he, so there was a gun uh, on top of his ship, but he was also flying the whole time, but he was also clearly triggering the gun. So do we think that thing was like kind of auto, trying to automatically pick up a target and he was just pulling the trigger at the right time? I mean, I don't know, but either way, his one man show he had going on there was, uh, <laughs> it was impressive. Most impressive. Um
2: well, I think part of that is probably the, whatever that computer is that he's got on there, right? It's mm-hmm. a, the Fondor, whatever that is. But again, I, I go, okay, well, why aren't there more of these out there that make flying and shooting and simultaneous they probably things are. And easier? It's probably but,
0: super, super expensive. You know, this is oh, all like be, aftermarket yeah. stuff. That's part of the reason nobody sees it coming, right? Because it's, they're all aftermarket add ons. So, you know, Han mm. probably didn't have that because he's always living a uh, whatever s- scheme to scheme. There didn't have all the disposable income. I Cheaper to buy. I'm, fondor I'm filling in cla- some gas here. Hallcraft. This,
2: that's like what makes sense to me. <laughs> Cheaper to buy fondor hallcraft or Taylor Swift tickets.
0: Oh, I, I mean, before or after <laughs> <his> t- mods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we talking stock or with those spinny lasers?
2: <laughs> Uh, front row, front row, Taylor versus fully loaded Fondor craft.
1: You could buy two Fondors for that.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. that's my guess. So. Fleet of those babies. <laughs> yeah, um, we do get uh, a cool look. We get our first look at Anto Krieger here as well, right? We we get finally get to see oh, what yeah, the, Anto the Krieger did or whatever. Yeah, um, they're questioning yeah. Bix initially. I felt so represented
0: in the um star wars universe <laughs> that was a good tweet bald, between, bald him and, between him and porkins it's like yeah chubby facial haired guys without that much
2: hair good for us <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you get your first look at him uh somebody one of the isb guys or the imperial guys is they bring bix back in for questioning and she looks a mess um you Still can tell hot, they've though. just been yeah torturing her non-stop her for I mean, she's been with, she's been in prison with them as long as <laughs> Cassian's been arrested. That's I mean, mild. that's, is that true? That's crazy. It has to, I, yeah. Because hmm. they picked her up, right? Shortly after Cassian had gone missing. So, Stand like reason, within 30 days. Time. So, she's been in there for a long time. Um, But yeah, you get to see uh, Alto Krieger, Anto Krieger. Um, Don't get too attached to him, kids. Great.
0: <laughs> <Right.
2: laughs> yeah, he is uh, about to get captured, and this was... Um,
0: or worse.
2: And it, Yeah, it, the conversation between Luthen and Saw later on, you know, Saw basically says, yeah, I want to take the job that you offered me. And Luthen says, Which, no. I mean, geez, wait until the last minute. Right, and Some he's like he's pre- he was prepping, like ready to go, yeah, like well, he's getting ready, and he's like tomorrow, dude. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, he's like, dude, he's like, I, you drug your feet on this, and it's tomorrow. I, we can't do this anymore. And then he lets him in on like, well, hey, so the ISP found a suicide
0: out mission that he
2: doesn't. Know it's a suicide, suicide mission. mission. It's a trap for Krieger. Um, you know, if you go into it, you're probably gonna meet the same fate. Um, I think a lot of people
0: saw this as these two guys just being, like, ruthless and cold-blooded, but I actually felt kind of the opposite. Like, I already knew these guys were down to do whatever it takes for the cause, but to see them both, like, really tortured by this decision, uh, I think was, like, it it made me feel—it humanized them a little bit. It made me, like, I don't know, it was relatable because I've I've always said— you know since the we were watching rebels that it, you, you can't have just mon mothma you know you got to also have the mm-hmm. people who are willing to get their hands dirty and like luther said you know use the tools of the empire against them like you have to fight fire with fire at some point um but i think it's it, it's uh interesting to see that turmoil because even if you know you have to do it um there's still surely tons of guilt and second guessing and all that stuff involved with it too
2: let me play the latter part of that conversation for you because this is where Luthen basically lays out here's the options and here's why we need to do this
0: there's no way out alive of that you must be sure
2: I'm doing this so you listen so listen Krieger goes down the ISB will feel invincible they'll feel untouchable We'll have a clear field to play. The alternative. Krieger pulls out, we wave him off. They'll know they'll have to wander. They'll trust nothing. Just like you're doing right now. (laughs) If I were ISB, so why wouldn't I just send you out there with him? It's right here. I didn't want you to have to make this choice. Thirty men. Plus Krieger. Plus Krieger. For the greater good.
0: For the greater good.
2: Call it what you will. Let's call
0: it war. It's calling.
2: Let's call it war. Saw is a bad, bad man. <laughs> he is. Um, he's, I like how he says in the beginning, though, he goes, I'm doing this so you'll listen. He kind of threw Saw off thinking that he threw two tubes out there. It's yeah. like his his implant. Impl- well, he, he was right,
0: though. Saw was spiraling. <laughs> and we see in Rogue One how, how paranoid Saw has become. And he knows he's paranoid, and he, it's for good reason. But, like, it was so easy to get him freaking out and and questioning the people that he trusts and all
2: this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he started to panic. He's like, well, calm down, calm down. I did it to, like, get you to take a minute. And uh, I think at that point, though, like, Saw, because he says earlier in the conversation something to Saw, and he's like, well, I don't know what you're doing. and Which just, Saw just goes rogue. And I think Saw under has some kind of delusional thing, like, he has control over, what he does, yes, he does to a certain extent with his group, mm-hmm. and he goes rogue and does his own thing, as we saw in Rebels a couple times. But ultimately, he's still working with luth Luthan to try to overthrow the Empire. And at that point, he goes, "Okay, so Luthan is still calling the shots. Luthan knows way more than I do about everything going on. I'm basically a pawn in this as well." um And I think that leads a lot to the fear and in, in in the angst he had or the. The anxiety that he has in uh, that we see him have in Rogue One too, which he, this this show butts up right to to Rogue One right, which is not yeah that's what he, far that's off. What he said I think it's, it's going to walk
0: us right into it right.
2: Yeah, so do we think that there's some time gaps in next season, or are we talking like months to to ye- a few years over the next season? Um, because it all well, yeah, goes downhill fast.
1: They saw that they said that there was, um, they said that there was time jumps. Like this is this season's five, and then I yeah, think we're next five years season, out
2: right now,
0: out from Battle yeah. of Yavin.
2: Okay, okay. Because so I was going to say because Saw goes downhill fast when we see him in Rogue yeah. One. He's got the breather on, and he's
0: well as had as some
2: kind of injury to his legs, and he's a
0: lead from the front guy. He stays on the front lines, and mm-hmm. I think from right now where we are in Andor business is about to like really pick up as far as actual fighting. Um, I think up till now it's mostly been like smash and grab kind of robbery type stuff. Not, you know, and we even know from the original trilogy, the opening crawl, like there's not a lot of actual open warfare and Saul even just said it in that clip you played, let's call it war. It hasn't been war up to this Mm -hmm. point. It's been us trying to, you know, take what we can, where we can. So, I, I imagine once the once things start getting to more uh I guess violent confrontations,
2: he's gonna be, you know, taking some hits. Mm-hmm. Um we get a little bit in this episode of Mon Mothma as well. Um, Vel basically goes to visit her cousin and and you know, we get Lita. I think in the beginning, and I'm going to play this clip too because this was very interesting. Um, kind of in the discussion of of you know what uh, I can't remember the the gangster's name um, now. It's escaping me. Um, Dar Darvo? No, that doesn't that doesn't sound right. Whatever his name was that tried to to marry his son to uh, uh, to lead working
0: with Mon Mothma or
2: yeah. Um, he was talking about proposal. You know, having the two meet. But we get an interesting thing here with um, Vel and Mon, and this is the beginning conversation when Vel comes in and Lita's kind of with her group of friends.
1: The old ways hold us.
2: Safe in the knot, in the binding, the old
1: ways teach us. Bound against the wind, tied to
2: shore. Seriously, is that really happening? We did it. You did it. I thought this was over. It's
0: back. We aren't following the trends. It's weird. It's stronger here than it is at home.
2: But you, you can do what you want.
1: It's not me. Leader. true Perrin?
0: No, no. He's strangely open-minded on this topic. It's her. It's Leader.
2: Oh, no. She loves it. And her friends. It's the only thing
0: she shows up on time for. It's
2: mad. Yielding in acceptance. Safe in the braid of the old I can't way. believe this.
0: She so found way.
2: the elder. Braided in trust. The old ways hold us. Safe in the knot. In the bind Don't tell me you're taking proposals. Bound against the wind. I'm in Bound so much trouble, Fell. in permanence. Yielding in acceptance. That the little chant that they're doing there when she says I'm in so much trouble Vel and they say tethered in shoot I can't remember what it was tethered in something yielding in acceptance and Mon Mothma at this point is tethered in what she is committed to and I think at this point she's accepting that this betrothal could be a thing um well 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 well. it's just an introduction I don't think that's yeah, what did you? What were you saying, Josh?
1: I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay. It's just an introduction."
2: Yeah, uh, it, supposedly it's just an inter- introduction, but you know he's going to want more than that. But uh, lead is. Uh, let's be real. Lead is doing this because it goes against what her mother wants, right?
0: I'm sure. Well, I, Mon Mothma said, for whatever reason, it's even more popular here than it is. Home, home being Chandrilla. So I think part of it Mm -hmm. is like this is a way for us Chandrillin young people um, to experience a thing from home, uh, even though we live here. Uh, It's also things like that, like customs Mm -hmm. and religion and whatever are kind of cyclical you know your parents hate something so you like it and you love something so your kids hate it and whatever and that's just like sort of the way of the world but i think what we're leading up to here is mon mothma like she's talking to her cousin here they know that this whole like arranged marriage thing is a little antiquated and maybe getting married when you're 15 or 16 years old even though it can work out. It's probably not like necessarily the smartest thing in every situation, but their daughter here who yes, is definitely rebelling against mom and upset with her probably because she doesn't get enough attention. Cause mom's so busy. But, um, I think she's going to ask for an arranged marriage because that's part of this whole, like traditional custom thing she's doing. So, and maybe that, like loan Shark she was dealing with is even going to find a way potentially through dad slash husband uh, to make that introduction, circumvent Mon Mothma and make the introduction, and then maybe daughter starts asking to be married to him as uh-huh. well. Uh And then Ma, oh. this situation becomes even more complicated for Mon Mothma. Because remember, he did say, you know, I've... I've met your husband a few times in social gatherings. Mm -hmm. And you know, of course her husband would run with that kind of dude anyway. They just kind of seem like they would get along. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I could be like a hundred percent way off, but I see where Mon Mothma has decided like, yes, that would solve my problems, but I'm against this custom and I'm going to do the right thing for my family in this situation and not do it. But then daughter comes around the back end and is asking for it too and compounds like how difficult that decision is. Or or at least makes it that much easier to give in and do you know whatever the, the well, company and, and, thing rather than the family thing.
2: And you're right if if I, what is his name? The gangster guy? I can't think of it for right now. Isn't but it it, Davos? You, Davos, yeah. So let's say Davos, he comes like you, like you said <laughs> He comes around through Perrin, right? Finds out through Perrin that she's doing this, and m- gets them, you know, in this arranged marriage. Now, at that point, he doesn't owe Ma- he doesn't owe Ma on anything. Look, I'm nervous. to He's take out. A swing He's like, like look, this I got what we I wanted. So
0: wrong about Marva, but I don't I know. know. <laughs> it just seems like that writing is kind of on the wall there. Maybe
2: not. Uh, yeah, that's a. I like that. I like that, Kyle. That's a good. Uh, that's a. A different train of thought that I didn't think about, but yeah, he wouldn't have to owe Mon anything. He's just like, well, you told me no. I think but he here would comes Darren, do who I, doesn't care. I think he
0: would still <laughs> give her the credits, though, because uh, he likes being owed by an important person, and he has said multiple times, money isn't even. He doesn't even care about money anymore. So what's yeah. four hundred thousand credits or whatever to him to be owed money by a, a important senator that's keeping you know secrets and he probably knows
2: she's keeping secrets if she's trying to borrow money from him right right and i don't think he has any love for the empire either you know just how hard they make it to just try to get his money out so he would like things less restricted and so if she can do something to cause them some pain i think he's on board with that so you're right though. Shady I like people that. like to Interesting be out a favor you know yeah. Yeah. Um, we get a little bit of Cyril here. Cyril is um he gets a call from whatever the 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 guy is. That his, bastard.
0: His, yeah. <laughs> He's still a bit of a point Cyril. Yeah. Not, not yeah, very likable. He gets a call
2: in the middle of the night. He learns of the funeral as well, and he decides, Oh, I'm just gonna go rob my mother's secret stash so I can get some loot so I can fly to Ferrix and He's going to join the party as well. Um, <laughs> what do we think his ultimate play is, though? Since there's the Empire, the ISB, Luthen's team—they're already there, looking for for Cassian. What's uh, what's um, Cyril's play?
1: His play is always to get in the way because he feels like he's he's got this. Uh, he's a true believer who has this um, delusions of grandeur. De- thank you. <laughs> um, but I also. I, was that his mom's uh, stash, or was that his private box?
2: I think that was his mom's stash, because he waited to watch her walk across the... Like, waited for her to leave, and then went back in and to go get it.
1: He doesn't want her in his private box. I could see him waiting. True. For, I don't know, it's funnier to be in his private box. So. <laughs>
2: hey, we asked that question last Do we think, week, I think. Uh, like, what was I know his you were looking at my private box. <laughs>
0: To a, such yeah. a serial killer thing to say um do we think Cyril is going to uh Ferric's there and he's gonna because yeah. he yeah and now mm-hmm. here's the real- the real question do we think Luthen is gonna listen to his associate potentially wife slash girlfriend slash I don't know uh and go home like he was told or is he also gonna show up at I keep getting Ferex and Eldani mixed up. The funeral. <laughs> uh, Ferex. Ferex. Uh, Ferex. Ferex. <laughs> and then, because right now we're questioning, is Anton Krieger um, Axis, right? Is that what they were calling him? Axis?
2: I think their assumption is that he is Axis. Yeah, because yes. that's
0: what they were asking Bix, which we know he's not. But mm-hmm. if Luthen shows up and um, Cyril shows up, Cyril actually saw him with his own eyes. They just never had a picture of him, so Cyril would be able to point him out. And presumably, Dedra's going to be there too. And that's going to be Is their that, like meet cute right there.
1: That's their love connection yeah. right there. I uh, so two words tell me that all the people are going to be there. Season, Season finale. <laughs> finale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, nice. so I, I, that's sort of where my head's at, is like, Luther is too committed to this, so he's going to show up. Cyril's the, really the only one that can positively ID him, so he's going to be there, and uh, SHIT is going to start popping off.
2: hmm I would agree. Um, do we think Bix gets out, or is it too late for her? Do we think she... I don't think it's going to end well for Bix. And that might be part of what
0: uh, instigates that big riot that we're about to see. Mm. Is these people getting taken by the ISB agents and then disappearing.
2: Yeah. Um, We do get um, one last... um, We get Cassian does find out about Marva. He does call home to, I don't know, the shop or whatever that was with those two guys... Uh, the earlier, station yeah, they basically have to tell him that Marv is passed, and and he keeps um, saying Cassian's name
0: <laughs> on the line like fourteen times, even though the guy says <laughs> right, to stop right. so many times.
2: Uh, so he walks back out to the beach, and uh, Mel, she's there, and we've got <sighs> you know they street attire on. That made me sad. Yeah, this was uh, the conversation between Melshi and Cass, and this music uh, during this scene is, is heart-wrenching. You go through? It's okay? The music changes every time so. Yeah. Everything okay. All this space.
1: First year. Like a dream, right? How many do you think made it? How many of us made it out alive? don't What if it's just us? What if we're the only ones? Somebody's got to tell people what's happening by there. We need to split up. Double our chances. One of us has to make it. People have to know what's going on. I know.
2: Take this. People have to know about this. Gives them a blaster, get the bro hug on, and then peace out. And they go their separate ways. So
0: curious to sad. see how these these two boys reunite.
2: Yeah. Separate um, ways is
1: my favorite journey song.
2: <laughs> it is a good song. Been a while since I've heard that one. But yeah, it's uh <laughs> sad end. Sat in for uh, Cassian and Melshi here, but we know they'll reunite, so I'm not looking the, forward to it's it. It's
0: not a goodbye. It's just see you later. Hey, there you go. Nice. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I just made that up um, Any? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, thanks.
2: <laughs> Did you guys like it? it was, that it was seems, beautiful, Kyle.
0: <laughs> Is that velvet? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, do you guys have any any bold predictions for the season finale of Andor? Just the, just the ones already me. made. <laughs> I have, yeah, nothing bolder than that. <laughs> yeah, you know. nothing outside yeah. of that. You know. Josh, what about you? You were kind of, kind of quiet earlier there with it. Oh, uh, that's just called lack of preparation. Um, <sighs> way to expose yourself.
1: I, I think people <laughs> know by now. Um, it's been a busy week. Yeah. Uh, I'm just. Yeah, I'm trying to think what like uh, we know everybody's going to be there what's but what's going to be the cliff i i'm having trouble wrapping my head around like what's the cliffhanger for season 2 cuz like Cassian getting captured it's not really a cliffhanger cuz he already got captured the season like so what and are we and we
0: ultimately know he's getting out regardless
1: yeah so it's like you don't want to do that twice we've already seen him in jail we've already seen people tortured Huh, I don't it's 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 a crapshoot. I think it's I mean, yeah, we we're going to have all these people there and it's going to and it's going to go off, but I don't know. Do we get another do we get a a a big cameo of some sort maybe?
0: Uh Luthan is a bit of a wild card too. If he were to get captured or um, killed or something, that would be pretty significant, I think, because he's sort of the you know, I mean they called him Axis and it's pretty accurate. He's kind of the center point of the 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 young fledgling rebellion. Hmm.
2: I'd be interested in seeing if there's a way that so if Luthan does run into Cassian first and one or one of them knows that Bix is somewhere, right there in that hotel building that is now an office, mm-hmm. if they Meet up and Cassian convinces him that he needs people in his rebellion at this point. Otherwise, you know you can't you can't keep killing off your resources. Like you need people; otherwise, it doesn't work. And just burning through resources is no better than what the Empire does. He also needs to keep Um, the people who know what he looks like alive. (laughs) Right, right. So I I think maybe if there is something where Luthen and Cassian kind of. I don't want to say reconcile, but Luthan doesn't try to kill him, and then they go after Bix, and can get Bix out of there. Then I think I think you know, Luthan still recognizes on side. Cassian as an asset. He just yeah. knows mm-hmm.
0: how dangerous it would be if he were to be captured. Which little does yeah. he know? He already got captured for like a month or two, and nobody <laughs> even knew who the heck he
2: was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that would be about. The only thing I could see, I, it, this show has been really surprising. They've done a great job of kind of covering up some of the story twists in the show. And I'm excited to see where episode 12 season finale takes us. So,
1: all right. Yeah, go ahead, Josh. Bold prediction something happens in the season finale that f- totally screws with Cyril's worldview and he flips. Oh, that could Ooh. be interesting. Or maybe it doesn't flip, but at least comes becomes
0: disillusioned. Starts questioning with his allegiances or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I wonder mm, what that, that would be. take because he seems like such a true believer. You know,
2: Nemec's manifesto.
0: Uh, that I
1: forgot that that's still in play. Uh, that's I wonder still in what play they made too. it. They made it a point to point out that it was in there too. In his loot yep. there. And his loot, so I think that that's going to be. Also, that's that's neat that his manifesto is like an basically like an audio book.
2: Yeah, like, was cool. reading it. He, he flipped it open and it started to play. He was like, "Oh shoot!" Yeah, <laughs> and close it real quick. Yeah, I hope they release um, that.
0: I would. Like I would have listened version. to it already.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got about a I got a bunch of High Republic books I got to listen to first, and then I'll dive into that one. Um, but yeah, that could be. I didn't think about that. Like, so maybe the manifesto comes into play, and you're that's how Cyril switches from from the Imperial. I, I to the mean, brothers. there's still. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of stuff that probably is going to have to get wrapped
0: up in season two as well. I mean, yeah, uh, unless we're just already done with the stuff from him being a child and. And all that you Ooh, know, yeah, the flashbacks sister. and the sister and all that. Um, I, I mean, didn't Marva say at one point to let it go cause the sister's dead, but you know, obviously he believes she's alive for some reason. So I, I don't know we if, we're gonna, body. if we're going to, if we're going to revisit all that again at some point. And then we started yeah. this whole storyline with the, um, we're trying to tell the galaxy at large about people being wrongfully imprisoned and not released when they're supposed to and all this stuff uh which i i mm-hmm. would imagine they will elaborate on that a little bit maybe not though
2: yeah it's I not all going to happen on we'll wednesday have to though find out so i'm sure of that I, i'm excited i can't believe it, you know what it was 12 episodes and it's like twice as long as anything tv wise that we've got for any of these shows i loved love this show um, i'm
0: sad that it's only two seasons I, I don't want them to try and milk it or stretch it out and make more because we know it's such a finite timeline but um i've i've really loved it
2: yeah agreed
1: i love it but i think i think i i think i like mando more still because I think Mando Mando does good story and it's got all the Star Wars fun Star Wars stuff but this for especially for what this is it's incredible
2: mhm for sure um it's all Star Wars it's all good it's all new Star Wars there was yeah. a time we had no Star Wars so I'll take it <laughs> keep it coming I appreciate it so well let's wrap this thing in uh and uh we'll get on out of here people You're all clear kid now I'm going go on. that was our episode 11 recap of andor daughter of ferricks solid episode as always i've enjoyed this show immensely it has been a blast um, just a quick reminder you can find outer and beacon anywhere on social media facebook twitter and instagram at outer and beacon you can email us at gmail outer and beacon um, there you can find me justin on twitter at i am the bendu where are they going to find you guys at
1: uh, this is Josh. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab. I also want to give a big shout out to uh, Rebel Art Empire, who has their Ewok, their second wave of their Ewok enamel pins uh, based on the 80s cartoon. Uh, and they Beautiful have a pins. sale uh, going on right now, too. So Ooh. check them out. And, uh, you know, just add on to that shout out that I got another tattoo from Mandy, which is
0: awesome so it's time for it you to good. come up and get one kyle i'm I, you know i am pretty much always into getting tattooed i've got an appointment Me on know. the second i've got another one on the 26th so uh yeah let's uh, let's set a date uh i am kb underscore legend on twitter instagram venmo uh i am tattoo poor so feel free to donate <laughs> uh if you donate enough money maybe you can get, you pick what i get tattooed i don't even really care that much
2: <laughs> I think uh, we can do that. We'll do uh whoever donates the most fun to Kyle's tattoo gets to draw a line of the tattoo. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. I didn't say I was going to let a stranger take a needle
2: to my body, but you can uh, maybe pick yeah. the design a little
0: bit or something.
2: There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. They got this sale going on because I want that, uh, they got I a vendor a nice sticker that I got to need. a stocking stuffer yeah yeah um and speaking of stocking stuffers you can go to Tea public and pick up your outer Rim beacon apparel or merchandise there as well Sick. it's out there it is coffee mugs uh stickers magnets shirts sweatshirts open that hats, coffee mug first on
0: christmas morning you can sip your irish coffee out of that is is christmas a drinking holiday for everyone or just me
2: I think everyone. I it it is everyone.
1: me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's you know, there's like so I many ways to as an adult. That's just Tuesday. <laughs> okay. okay. You
2: know? And there's so many. There's so many great beverages that you can like mix the alcohol in with yeah. that it just adds to the flavor. So it's all good. I um, will tell um, you, you know, yeah. Kyle, when they handed me the little
1: bag with the the second wave of the Ewok pins in it, I did say, "What is it? Uh, is it a monster? Or something really big uh, or something? Uh, what is it?"
0: That oh, wasn't man. even there to suffer it's been through. a while
2: yeah we they have are beautiful one, pins though
0: that's, a, that's an old callback it's been uh it's been in the vault for a while
2: mm-hmm it has um those are uh i forgot they're beautiful pins though um nisa's in there right that was that part of the wave one or the wave two uh, i think uh, it was a good looking <laughs> pin um wickets La- in there
1: log ray log in the second
2: yep, yep. yeah they're good they're good. Go check them out, people. Um, get out, do something Star Warsy. As always, may the force be with you. Always, always. One way out. One way. Climb. Out. One way
1: out.